Hello, everybody. I'm Caleb. And I'm Joey. And welcome back to episode number three of Two Preachers and a Podcast. We're so grateful that you're with us. Again, this is a podcast uh, put on by the Roanoke Church of Christ. And Joey and I are both grateful to be a part of this good congregation here, to be uh, ministering to these good people here. And we're grateful uh, to be able to do this podcast uh, with each of you. Uh, it's been a joy doing this uh, for the first couple of weeks. We're grateful to do episode number three uh, and beyond, hopefully, Lord willing. Um, and just uh, uh, just an awesome opportunity to sit down and just study uh, the Word of God with each of you. Um, we're talking about a series of questions. We're uh, talking about this idea of why so serious. And f- last week, I forgot to play um, our little uh, audio clip from yes, our friend. So I need to play it. But if you don't know, th- we pulled this question from uh, the series of Batman movies um, from The Dark Knight, whenever the Joker is in there. And if you've seen that movie, you know this audio clip very well. Why so serious? And if you so. haven't seen that, that will probably haunt you in your dreams at night. It probably will. So I would suggest go back, watch that movie, uh, or at least watch that scene, get that in your mind so you understand where we're coming from when we say that. Now, uh, now that that's out of the way, we can uh, proceed with our episode. But today we're talking about one um, that we were talking about just beforehand, saying, um, you know, this could potentially, and all of these could potentially be this way, but this could potentially be a very long episode. But we're going to do our best to keep this as uh, as short as, as possible, um, just, just for your sake. But we're going to be talking today about this idea of why so serious about prayer. Um, and obviously, prayer is extremely important. It's something that we're commanded to do. It's something that is a blessing uh, that we are even uh, have the opportunity to to be able to have in our lives at all. So let's dive right into this. Let's look at question number one, Joey. What exactly is prayer? Yeah, you know, you could spend the whole episode right. just talking about that. <laughs> just I, you know, I think not from a perspective of scholarship or knowledge, but just from the perspective of amazement. Sure. That. I mean, when you really think about what prayer is and that being the the method that God has given us to communicate to him, right? when you compare that to other communication methods, sure. I mean, I, you know, throughout time we've had different ways that we communicated and to some degree, all of them can be unreliable mm-hmm. in certain situations, you know, like used, used to when... Uh, when I was growing up before cell phones and uh, I'm not going to make the mistake you made of saying I'm old <laughs> or anything like that. But back then, if your car broke down on the side of the road, I mean, you, you had to either wait for somebody right. to stop and help, or you had to walk to someone's house and ask to use their phone. Sure. And so when cell phones came along, I mean, that, that was a pretty amazing mode of communication, right? but the battery can die, right. you know, and right. render that one useless. But if you think about the way God has allowed us to communicate with him, which that's what prayer is. It's right. communication with God by the means that he has given us to communicate with him. You don't have to worry about the typical failures of communication. You can communicate with God through prayer anytime and under any circumstance. Right. Yeah, It's it really is mind-boggling to think about, you know, obviously God has communicated with us uh, through his word, and we have that. And again, that's, that, you know, that's a whole other topic about, you know, having the blessing that that is. Um, but then the fact that he has allowed us, right, he's the creator. He is someone who is so more powerful, you know, magnificent, holy, 
so much greater than we are. And yet he has still allowed us an opportunity to communicate with him and not even just communicate, not just talk to him, but to be able to, um, you know, take our, our cares and cast them upon him. You know, first Peter five and verse seven, um, is an opportunity to make all of the petitions and wants and, you know, issues and things that we're facing and struggling with in life to take those to him and yep. to know that, you know, if we're with faithful lives, um, that, that he's going, that, that, He's going to hear those prayers. Um, and you know, it's, it's interesting. You mentioned about the the unreliability of certain ways of communication. And you, like you mentioned, the cell phone, you know, not having, you know, you could lose your battery or you could have, you know, no cell phone service right. or you could have just the fact that maybe somebody's not on the other end and they're not going to pick up, you know. Right. Um, but that's not how prayer works. It's not like you're going to, you know, make a phone call. And there's a chance that it won't be picked up on the other line. You're not going to get a busy tone, you know, per se. Um, now, sometimes, you know, sometimes we don't get an answer in, um, you know, the answer that we want and perhaps in the time frame that we want. We're going to talk about that, I think, a little bit more as we go right. through some of these questions. But um, it's not that, you know, God is just, you know, ignoring you or, you know, putting you on like a, a do not call list or something. You're on hold. Right, right. Um, so it's just, it, it's it's so really in, we go so in depth uh, in this but truly what a what a great blessing it is you know if you if you're looking for and obviously we we should be interested in a biblical answer but i think uh, of one passage in particular that helps in defining prayer sure psalm 54 and verse 2 you can see the parallelism the the hebrew parallelism in this passage that shows you you know essentially prayer is our method of talking to god and there the psalmist said Hear my prayer, give ear to the words of my mouth. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's something that we are talking to God and, you know, or, or at least in our minds communicating uh, to him uh, some of these things. So, um, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's hard to, to grasp. It's hard to, hard to fathom. And yet it's something that we need to, um, uh, we need to take advantage, uh, advantage of. It's not like it's something that you can overuse, you know. Um, in fact, I think many of us underuse it probably, uh, underutilize it as, as a tool and as a blessing that God has given us. Um, let, let's move on to question number two. Does it matter how I approach God in prayer? And I think this is important because, and, and I think obviously the answer is yes, right off the bat, because, and I say that because you read in Scripture, that there are some ways of how not to approach God in prayer, right? right. So obviously it does matter. Um, and I think it's very important to understand the way that we approach him um, in our attitudes and demeanor. Uh, so talk a little bit about that. All right. So in my mind, as I thought about this, uh, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 came uh, sure. to mind. Without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you have to come to God in faith. And I think that is further validated by Hebrews 10.22, where the Hebrews writer said, we're to come to God with a true heart, with full assurance of faith. So first, I would say, by faith. Sure. You know, with confidence and trust uh, in God. One other note I had uh, written down on the previous question that I think ties into this is that prayer is an inward and outward manifestation of dependence on God. Mm, sure. So that's trust. Yeah. That's faith. Uh, right. Absolutely. So, uh, that's what I have so far. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, yeah, it's not, it's not like you're, you're hoping that maybe God will be there. You're hoping that maybe he'll hear you, but it's understanding that um, he has, because he has stated it in his, in his, 
in his word, his authority is standard for us, um, we can have full assurance that that it's true and that we're going to be able to talk to him. I think um, something that we need to understand in the way that we approach God is we need to do so with with reverence, right, and understanding who God is. And if you think about the model prayer, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9, um, Jesus says, In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yeah. Um, an understanding of who God is, what he's done for us, um, and the fact that, like we mentioned a moment ago, that we even have the opportunity to approach him in prayer. I think that's uh, important to, to understand. Um, I think First uh, Timothy chapter two and verse eight, uh, where uh, Paul told Timothy that uh, he desires that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Mm. So there's a a proper attitude, a proper mindset, proper demeanor of holiness coming towards uh, God. But I think that without wrath and doubting is is interesting. Um, you know, when you pray for for people, and maybe it's even your enemies, you know, people that you're having difficult relationships with, do you pray for them or do you pray against them? Sure. Yeah. In prayer. Yeah, right. absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great point for sure. Something else I thought of um, when we approach God, and I think that this has to do with uh, the faith aspect, but we do, we approach God, um, with confidence too, right? In, in a couple of areas, I think, you know, first John five and verse beginning of verse 14, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us verse 15. If, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Um, so I think it's important to understand confidence in a couple of areas. Number one, confidence that he does hear us. Um, and it's not like we're just you know, shooting our prayers out in the dark and hoping right. that something's there. Uh, but then also in the fact that he's going to answer us a- as well. Um, if, I think there's a contingency, right? If um, we ask according to his will, it's not like, and uh, people, you say this all the time, you know, you can't just ask God for a million dollars and he's just going to give it to you because right. Right? you have confidence that he's going to. But it's things according to his will. Um, so I think that's important to, un- to understand. Uh, yeah, along with what you just said, uh, another thought, Prayer is not an alternative to listening to God through his word and mm. doing his will, sure. right? So yeah. it's according to his will. Right, absolutely. It's, it's not a situation where you look at the Bible and you say, well, I don't like what that says. Right. I'm going to turn to prayer. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It goes absolutely. hand in hand. I think, um, and this may fall into a different category, and I, this probably could have been a whole other question, but I threw it in here just, uh, just for the sake of time. But I think sometimes when we approach God, sometimes um, – and I know we've all we've been all been in this situation. Sometimes we approach and we don't really know what to say. Um, and I think maybe this this may fall into a different place here. But um, I think a passage that that I think comes to mind probably for all of us when we think about this, you know, approaching God. Sometimes we don't we just don't know what to say, how to put it into words. Um, I think about Romans chapter eight. Uh, there in verse 26, where the Bible says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Um, and I think I think that that's comforting and understanding that sometimes, you know, you may be going through a difficult transition, you may be going through difficult decisions, something, um, you know, drastic for your life. Um, and sometimes we just don't really know what to say, but an understanding that, that the, the spirit is there to help us in that. Um, and I found this quote, I think it was interesting. I'm going to read it. This was a quote that, um, it was in the Denton lectures, um, going through the book of Romans. Um, and Roy Deaver, um, quoted Guy in Woods who quoted Robertson Whiteside in this quote, and I'm going to quote it to you now. Um, but this is what he said. I think it was interesting. He says this, he says, every man who is devoted to the Lord finds times 
when deep down in his heart there are vague desires and longings and a sense of need that he is unable to put into words. These are the groanings that cannot be uttered. These are the groanings that the Holy Spirit conveys to the Father in our prayers. He is the heart searcher, and he knows our innermost thoughts and our inexpressible desires and longings. This does not make him the advocate, right, because that's Jesus Christ, but he makes intercession for us in the sense that he makes known to the Father the things which well up in our hearts that we just cannot express. He does not even help us to express these feelings. Human language is not sufficient for that, and in no sense are we to infer that the Spirit causes these um, unutterable feelings and desires by any direct work on the heart. Rather, it may be said that he interprets these fathers to the matter in this way, or interprets these matters to the Father. In this way, he helps us in our ability to express the deepest desires of the heart. So I think um, it's important to know that sometimes we approach situations, we, we get approached to a situation, we just don't really know how to right, convey that in prayer, but we can have confidence and comfort knowing that um, the Spirit is there to help get those things to the Father. Yeah, and the more I read that passage, the less the more I realize, the less I actually know what what's going on sure. there. You know, I do, I do know that that's something that's done for us right. and not to us, but it it breathes an air of confidence because you know people who have experienced tragedy and hardship in life have had those moments of prayer where they they were like Heavenly Father, and then the next five minutes was just a pouring out of tears right. and anguish. And you might look at that and think that was a failed prayer. Well, no, it wasn't. It, it God knows. And you know, that doesn't alleviate the responsibility to word and utter prayer. But in those situations, that's not failed prayer. Right. That, that is a recognition of our dependence on him and God knows our needs before we even ask. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, and we've got to move on just for the sake of time, but I think something also important to understand is, like I kind of mentioned at the beginning of this, um, it obviously matters how we approach God in prayer because he's told us there are ways not to approach him. I think about a couple of passages, uh, Matthew 6, 5 through 8, right? Not like the hypocrites um, who, who love to be seen by men. That's why they pray. And then also, I think about Luke 18, 9 through 14, the, the, the Pharisee and the tax collector. Right. Um, just you know, the, the, the approaching of God and, and such arrogance, right? Um, right. S- thinking that he's so much better than, than this other person. But I don't know if you want to add anything on that, but just, I just, you know, I, I think about the, the beams over a drive through or, or something that keep uh, big vehicles from, mm-hmm. <laughs> not that we would know anything <laughs> about that personally, <laughs> but, uh, you know, some people hit their head on the, uh, the too high beam when they approach God in prayer and they need Mm. to, they need to bring themselves down. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, we got to move on. Let's quickly get into number three. Talk to the point that Joey, that some people only use prayer um, when life gets really difficult. um, And sometimes it just seems like people tend to forget about God in the good times. And then when it gets difficult, that's when they run to God and ask him for help in the prayer. So talk to that a little bit. All right. So what if you only talk to your spouse when you needed something? That would not be a successful relationship. Right. It it wouldn't be good at all. And so I, I think that's very helpful in thinking about our relationship with God. Sure. I mean, do do I only go to him in prayer when I need something from him or am I dependent on uh, 
him all the time or just in my failures. And that, that reveals a lot about me. Mm. You know, when I decide to use prayer, that tells a lot about me as a person and my relationship to God. Do I only think about his governance over my life, his love, his aid, when when I can't do it by myself? Right. You know, we're, we're like children sometimes. You know, you're, uh, as soon as your child starts talking, you know, she's probably going to have a saying, I can do it by myself. Right. And that's how we are. We think we can do it by ourselves until we can't. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to, you know, you kind of touched on this too. You remember all of the good things that God's done for us and how in the good times, we have those good times because who blessed us? Well, God, right? It's not like we created all those situations on our own and we put ourselves there and we're the only ones who had any hand in that. Um, so I think it's, it's just a, a forgetfulness and uh, having that short-term memory that we sometimes talk about of forgetting who got us in those good situations in the first place. And then when we find ourselves in the more difficult situations, we think, okay, God, now you need to help me. Well, God's right. been there the whole time. He's been helping you even in the good yeah. times too. Um, and I think we just sometimes so quickly, quickly forget that. Um, let's, unless you have some, anything else on number three, we need to move nope. on to the last one. This is, uh, if, you, if this is the first episode you've, you've listened uh, on this podcast, we take the last couple of moments to, um, I guess kind of open up a toolbox, so to speak. We call this toolbox time and essentially basically just some practical application points um, for us as it comes to whatever it is that we're talking about and specifically today obviously talking about prayer. What are some some ideas, Joey, that you have to help improve not only our prayer lives but the prayer lives of the people who are listening? I, I think I would encourage people to track their prayers. Yeah. And what I mean by that is to check up on them. You know, ask questions right. like if there's something I've been praying about, then don't just pray about it and then forget about it. Yeah, Come back to it and ask, were those prayers or was that prayer answered? Right. Uh, how was it answered? Uh, was it not answered? Why might it not have been answered? Right. You know, I, I as a Christian may be missing my greatest opportunity to learn about prayer and about God by not balancing my prayer account. And what, what I mean by that is, you know, I, I don't know that it's done so much anymore, but used to people would balance their checking account, you know, they write checks and they right. would watch for the check to clear the bank and they would make a record of it and they would know, you know, where their money uh, was going. And they, that was, you know, balancing your account. Right. And I think there's a way in which that can work in prayer to our benefit to help us learn about God and to understand prayer when we track when we track them and we ask ourselves, did God answer that? How? Right. You know, was it the way that I thought he should? Yeah. I might learn something about God there that he answered my prayer in a way different than I thought may have been the only way to answer it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think you're exactly right. And this is um, something that I found interesting. When I, when Kayla and I were visiting um, in, uh, some some friends of ours in Atlanta, we went to the uh, Buford Church of Christ and we sat in on their young professional class. 
and their um, their their minister, uh, the preacher for the congregation, was teaching that class. And one thing that they do every single class, and I carried this over. Uh, this was at the time when I was uh, preaching in uh, in Tennessee, and I carried this over to the youth group. Um, but what they did was at the beginning of every class, and this took you know probably 15, 20 minutes uh, of every class. But they he had a big whiteboard in there, and he would take every couple there and he would say you know give me something that you're thankful for this week um and he would go through everybody and then at, and then on the back side of that after everybody went he would then go back through and say all right now give me something that uh, you want us to pray for um and one of the reasons why he did that and this was super super neat is as you keep like a log of that and a record of that, you begin to see how how God is working in your life. Right. And again, you don't see it at the time, but when you're able to go back and look at it in retrospect, um, you're able to see all of the things that God's doing. And so that's something I took back to the youth group, um, where I, where I was in Tennessee. And I told them, I said, this is an awesome opportunity to under, to try to kind of get an understanding of a little bit about prayer and how prayer works and how God works uh, in that. So I think that's super neat and, and very, very important. I think to help us understand that. Yeah. You can, uh, you can even, uh, like take the letter H, right? And uh, I found this helpful for me personally. It might work for others and have four categories of prayer. There's healing, praying for people who need healing, sure. help. It may not be a medical situation or something, but I'm hopeful that God will help people in this situation. The third is hope. And the last one is happy. And it's interesting sure. to track a prayer through those categories yeah. where it may have started out as a healing. It moved to help. It moved to hope. And then it's a situation about which I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's, that's great. Um, one thing that I thought of as we need to kind of wind this episode down. Um, one thing about, I, I thought about it is, is having that, having patience in your prayer life. Right. right? And understand, I, I think that's probably, that may be one of the most difficult things. Um, because sometimes when we pray, we have this thought in mind, this time frame in mind of exactly what it is that we want and when we want it. Right. Um, and, you know, more often than not, that's not how it works out. But it's not because, you know, God is, is like, you know, I'm going to make this hard for you, you know, not give you what you want. But it's because he has the the wisdom and the knowledge to understand that's not exactly what you need. Here is what you need. Um, and a lot of times those answers are just things that we just, you know, we didn't understand or couldn't have even thought of at the time. Um, but I think having patience within your prayer life and understanding that sometimes things aren't going to, you know, turn out the way you think they are. It's not going to happen when you think they need to happen, but ultimately it's going to uh, work out for the glory of God and for his purpose. I think that's important. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, wouldn't you rather God answer your prayers according to his perspective than your perspective? Your perspective may be flawed because it's limited. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else you have on? on That's it. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I appreciate uh, so very much uh, you all joining us for this episode as we talked about prayer. I hope that this is something that has perhaps been beneficial for you in your prayer life. I know that it has been uh, for me and and as I've studied this and I appreciate Joey um, taking some time to talk about this again. Thank you guys so much for being with us. You can find our podcast on all uh, major podcast platforms. As we always say, if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area, you're more than welcome to come and worship with us uh, here at the Roanoke Church of Christ. You can find all of our information in the show notes below. Thank you again so much for being with us. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. God bless.